Round two. I think we're both recording now. My brother. I want to, uh, right off the bat, apologize for being so flaky. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's not flaky. You're traveling, doing interviews with however many hundred people for The Amazing Race Canada. I know, I know. But I felt felt a bit flaky, flaked on you like four times to get this thing going. But we're doing it now, so that's all that matters. Yeah, we're hitting the ground running. Um, This is the real No Correct Way podcast number one? One. One. Uno. Uno. Or is it ground zero? Yeah, and we're building it from zero. This is a, a new little endeavor uh, we're doing. Um, thank you for thinking of me for joining this uh, and doing this with you. I appreciate uh, the invite, and I'm excited to get into some things. Yeah, I think this is going to be a sweet um, passion project. Um, we've both uh, been we're talking about money from this. Uh, maybe <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> I don't know <laughs> anyone want to sponsor us already yeah <laughs> we're open can we get a sponsor f- from this bubbly sparkling water you're feeding me it's delicious yeah I hope so and the Balzac's coffee and toy factory condos for <laughs> giving us our boardroom when it was booked you know we're we're making it oh, yeah. um so this podcast is no correct way we're going to be doing a grassroots approach to mental health um, kind of talking about, um, you know, the, the anxieties, the stresses and whatnot of, you know, growing up, getting into the business world and whatnot, um, and just getting the stories from our friends, you know, talking and kind of learning the ropes ourselves, um, and then sharing that process. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of, we're obviously not pros at, uh, at, at mental health or, or things surrounding it, but, um, we kind of want to try to become more knowledgeable and, and hopefully shed some knowledge on mental health uh, as it relates to um, people in our life and anyone in general who really wants to know more about mental health. I think for us, one of the biggest things is trying to help um, erase the stigma of mental health uh, that surrounds it. Yeah, for sure. It's um, it's a topic that's kind of been burning um you know, for years and it's sort of just get, it's over the past couple of years, I think it's been a lot more drawn into light now. Um, you know, cases like Bell, let's talk, uh, semicolon project, yeah. um, you know, Movember's touching on it a bit. Um, then there's also like the big ones in t- Toronto specifically like Cam H, um, I think CAC you mentioned. Um, and you know, it's something we want to, we want to be a part of a, a bit, um, and try and get, uh, you know, the, the grassroots approach and really touch the, the basics of, um, you know, seeing where it takes us. Um, so we're going to bring you through the process of learning it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully we can teach you from it because to teach is to learn twice. So oh, yeah. hopefully. I just wanted to read out uh, a quick little description of this is just from uh, a website online. Obviously, there's lots of different definitions of what mental health is and and it's different for everyone, but this is just a little definition of what is mental health. So mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It, fa- it affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through at adulthood. So that's pretty general. Yeah. And, and like I said, that's it's, good. it's different for everyone, but I mean... <clears throat> For me, sometimes when I think of mental health, it it's almost like trying to train your brain to deal with certain stresses that come up through life, mm-hmm. as as if almost you were going to train your body in the gym 
um, sometimes yeah. trying to train your brain and no, that's, that's a cool take on it. And it's kind of, um, you know, there's these underlying things within our, you know, the human bodies, such as like your, your mental, your mentality, um, your, you know, your mindset going into things, um, and then kind of the way you get over things. And, you know, these are probably some of the most important things in your life and they're kind of overlooked. Um, especially, you know, say if there's something wrong, um, with your body, you know, you go to the doctor, get it fixed, checked out, or yep. you, you know, you'd address it, you know, ice your, yep. ice your, you know, salt your, or not yeah. salt your wound. You injure, <laughs> you injure your knee, you ice it and you elevate it. Right. And mm-hmm. that's how you fix it. But, but when, you know, there's something going on in your head, what do you do? Yeah. Usually you're stuck there in your thoughts, um, mm-hmm. making, you know, making the problem a little bit worse for yourself just by, you know, yeah. dwelling on it without being able to talk to people. Yeah. Um, so that this is that's the kind of thesis we want to be able to talk it out, um, you know, and figure out where you know where where this comes from, and then how how we can try and make a difference to solve this. Yeah, yeah. There's not really that's a great example, like a sports injury, injure your knee. Uh, doctor says just ice it, elevate it, it'll get better. You go to the doctor or to someone and you say, my brain's not working well, or I've or this is happening in my life. There's mm-hmm. not really like a, an yeah. ABC way of, okay, do this, this to fix it. But maybe this will shed some light on on, on how other people have uh, dealt with it and how they've been able to mm-hmm. fix it. Yeah, I think I think being um, relatable in, you know, in the topics we discuss, we'll, we'll try and talk with people who are, you know, have created their, their own success, gotten over, you know, these hardships, and um, hopefully we'll be able to draw some stories from them that are A, relatable, and B, um, interesting enough that people want to listen to them and figure out, um, you know, kind of get these like good ni- uh, nuggets of information out of the mm-hmm. stories. I guess it's kind of important to talk about uh, why why we're doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm like just keeping a general like f- we've seen it in our life in the past year. I mean, the most of friends and friends of friends uh, suffering from mental health, turning into the, the worst of it, into suicides. So, um, I mean, that's kind of why I think mm-hmm. I'm doing it, is just to help in any way I can. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know about yourself. Um, so, to give a little background, a year ago to the month, uh, one of our best friends, Nick Bolpe, commit suicide. Um, super out of the blue, hit us all insanely hard. Um, more specifically to myself, another one of my good buddies commit suicide, um, early December. Um, you know, two of the most outgoing friendly guys, uh, and then to do that, you know, we kind of want to solve and hopefully that doesn't happen or at least try and make a dent in that, that community and, you know, breaking the stigma a bit, talking out your issues and whatnot, um, going forwards, um, so those are two straight up examples, but then when you think of mental health and whatnot in Canada, um, the, the numbers are staggering for the amount of suicide deaths. I think the second most, the second highest cause of death in North America is suicide. suicide. Yeah. Um, number one being accidents, so yeah, we're not here to solve next. car accidents. No, no. <laughs> it's a crazy stat, though. I mean, this is a, another stat in 2015. Um, suicide claimed the lives of uh, over 3,200 Canadian men uh, and over 1,100 women. Uh, so that's in 2015, and it's only increased um, since then. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to pull exact numbers and stats out of it because Stats Canada kind of uh, doesn't show them year by year. 
Uh, mm-hmm. but I, I was skimming the internet, and I think it was a, you know, above five thousand or so, give or take, uh, in twenty eighteen. So it's grown a lot. Yeah, so it's grown quite a bit. Um, so yeah, this is us trying to trying to solve it, trying to figure it out. Yeah, um, hopefully have some great guests on here. And everything from people who have started their own businesses and gone through hardships and pushed mm-hmm. them to people who have gone to school to study stuff like this uh, or are, are professionals in this space that can speak to it a lot better than we can. Yeah, we just want to learn and take along the process. Um, so why don't we go into a little bit about who we are for the people that don't know us. Chances are it'll be most of their close friends <laughs> who read this, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, if you do know us, maybe you'll learn some things you don't know about us. Yeah, exactly. So again, we just want to get everything out on the table right away. This is our intro episode. We'll yeah. talk, talk anything. So tell yeah. me about yourself. Um, well, I'm 29 years old. I have blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm about 5'11". <laughs> uh, no, you know, I mean, if, we, if we're going back to childhood, I had a great childhood. Um, my mom and dad are amazing people. I was, I was lucky and blessed to have parents like them um, around and help bring me up. Um, schooling, uh, you know, like I was, a, I was a decent kid in school. I, uh, I had decent grades, if you call like 60% averages for the most part, decent. Good degrees. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I had for me growing up, the one thing that I had was I just had a problem with authority. I don't know what it was, but if I'm trying to like think of one thing that was an issue with me growing up and it started with like teachers and then turned into police officers, but <laughs> I don't know where it stemmed from. It was just like a thing of, I just didn't react well to authority. Um, and that definitely led me to some not so great places. I've learned to deal with it now, um, but yeah, otherwise, as a child, I grew up in the beaches uh, and then moved to Caledon um, and then spent most of my childhood growing up in a little town called Inglewood, um, going to a high school named Mayfield, uh, and then um, lived in Vancouver for a little bit, West Coast, and then moved down to Toronto when I was 18 years old uh, and have lived here ever since. Um, Growing up was wicked for me. I mean, it was basically just playing around in small town Ontario with my friends and buddies, getting into trouble, shooting fireworks off, jumping in rivers, yeah. riding skateboards. Small town life. Yeah, small town life, biking, not too, not too many stresses um, that were really around. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty chill childhood. Other, other than that complex with authority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where that yeah, came from. That's a strange one. Yeah, especially you- when because it usually stem from something like you know getting you're yeah. getting arrested when you're yeah. younger, yeah. whatever, or for th- some reason t- like taking something away would be yeah. something I see. But I think it was real. I I think it was really a respect thing. Like if 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 someone was nice to me, say a teacher or something, I'd yeah. be nice to them back. But as soon as they turned on me or weren't nice to me, then I'm not going to be nice back to you. So I think that's where it stemmed from. And then obviously, um, I've like, I've dabbled in trouble with, with the law. And uh, once that kind of, once that happened a few times, I think that it really exaggerated my, um, my complex with authority, but I was able to get over it and realize the, the, the way that you're supposed to treat certain types of people in society. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much for it for me. I mean, my career, um, I went to Ryerson uh, for radio and television arts. Uh, and then 
um, kind of just been working in the TV world my whole life. I currently work for uh, The Amazing Race Canada, uh, a producer on that show. I've done that for the past six years, which has been outstanding. So lucky to have a job like that where I can travel the world and meet outstanding people. Um, and then uh, I've dabbled in other businesses. I was a part of a clothing business called Halfwits for a little while for a good six years, which was also great. Learned so much. And we can dive into all that type of stuff on a, on a later podcast. But um, no longer with that company. Now I'm just focused on my career in TV. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much a general, very surface level yep. behind the scenes of, of me. Um, I know that we grew up in, in similar small towns, so I'm, we kind of have similar stories, but but also very different. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to hear. Yeah, so um, I grew up, I was born in Mississauga. I moved to, uh, in Caledon, there's this little town called Cheltenham. So I moved there when I was about three years old. I hate Cheltenham. Yeah, rivaling towns. <laughs> yeah, that was a rival town. I grew up in Inglewood, and he grew up in Cheltenham. We were right nice beside river, each other. Three hour river float away. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I grew up in Cheltenham. All my all my budding memories and whatnot were from there. So I'd I'd say I'm definitely from Caledon and not Mississauga. Um, grew up there, and uh, you know had a pretty awesome childhood. I was huge outdoors kid. You know, biked, like snowboarding, sledding, and everything, and. Um, my house was actually on a, a big hill, so I'd, you know, my all my, most of my childhood memories were us playing on our hill, like in, you know, on snow days, tobogganing, um, and it was awesome. We had, uh, you know, so many friends was coming over all the time, uh, and then so I went to went to Mayfield as well. Um, just you know, went through went through the ropes, and then I uh, went to University of Guelph. Um, I don't think I necessarily had any big issues, like you know at least underlying that I can think of. Um, but I, you know, my parents were divorced, so I was kind of split between two homes. There's all the, you know, the drama from that. Um, but I think I came out of it strong. I mean, I was really young when it happened, so it's like nothing really stuck with me. And my parents actually lived pretty much a five-minute walk away from each other in in the same town. So it was kind of cool. I got to, you know, live live under both, get an upbringing from both style of parent. Um, my dad being, uh, you know, pretty stern, you know, very to his, like, kind of guided, but, you know, really, really good. And then my mom being very, like, loose and chill. So I've, I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp of both of those <laughs> lifestyles. You're the in-between. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I did, I did a pretty cool tra- childhood. I re- really liked it. Um, then high school was just crazy. I kind of went through it, just partying grinding it out, got good marks and whatnot, and uh, ended up going to the University of Guelph for a bit. Um, and then now my career, I've been sort of all over the place too. Um, started out doing marketing, um, got into project management for like construction interior design company. Uh, and then got into uh, you know, an auto finance company. Uh, and then started as a photographer, which is kind of where my I'd say if people ask, uh, were asked about me, they'd know me as a photographer, and that's kind of my for big sure. thing. Everyone I know that knows you thinks you're a photographer. Yeah, which, it, it's just like a you know side hobby, but that it's kind of taken off. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I've kind of got this like really touched on a lot of things in my life, um, which has got me a pretty like you know broad view on things, which is, I feel like is pretty beneficial. Yeah, it's good to keep your options open in your in your early years, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm 24 now. Um, Fuck, you're only 24 still? 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turning 25. I've got to figure out what to do for that. Quarter century. I know. It's a weird, weird one. I think my mom said that her only birthday she cried for was 25. Really? Yeah, That's it's so something weird. like that. I'd, tears of happiness or tears of sadness? I think sadness. She thought like that was the end. You know, you're you're old now and you're 25. I feel like an old guy right now, being the guy who's like, oh, 25, so young. It is though. Yeah, I, and I f- I feel like everything's getting skewed. So many people um, are getting so caught up in you know making it and whatnot. When by the time they're like tw- you know 21, yeah. 22, because of this you know social media age yeah. where. Everyone wants, you know, the instant success and no one's really playing it like in the long, long yeah. term. Um, instant success is not. Yeah. It's, it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. It's, it's dangerous to, I think a lot of, a lot of people, you know, see it so much or at least see the highlight reels and whatnot mm-hmm. of these people who have instant, instant mm-hmm. success. I know people but, who have had instant success and trust me, it's not as gratifying as when you work for it. Yeah, it's, it's true, actually. Um, I, I, I don't know about the, the lottery winners. We hear so many people, you know, yeah. bl- win the lottery and then everything's gone Yeah. by the time, I don't know, you know, they, they cash out and then make mistakes and you know, have this ex- extreme high up mm-hmm. and then completely blow it and then hit rock bottom. And it seems like s- such a further bottom than mm-hmm. before. So where are you at right now? Kind of uh, wrapping up the bio. So r- wrapping up the bio, um, I am sort of, uh, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. It's okay. Where, where chuck, it, chuck it, chuck it, chuck it, chuck it, chuck it. Yeah. <laughs> where, where am I right now? Um, I am currently in business development for that same finance company. I've kind of moved roles there a bit and moved up. I've been there for about three or four years. Um, I've just started an agency, um, basically a spinoff of my photography work, um, doing marketing. Um, and really what I'm passionate about is like brand building, all that stuff. And I, I think it's so cool to see something build and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's where my passion lies and what I'm trying to focus all my energy into. Um, and now starting this podcast, I think oh, yeah. this, I think this is, uh, going to be a really fun project. Um, you know, yeah, I'm excited to get some guests on here. I mean, just, we're just talking about ourselves right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we, we'll, we'll probably, uh, eventually, you know, touch on, get into the, the deep dive of our, our own, our own pieces, but I've done some practice interviews with guests, and it's just a. It's so fun. It's you know the most fun you can have just sitting down. At, I don't know the most fun you have, but <laughs> it's, it's the most it's, it's fun you can ever have. <laughs> yeah, is um, you know just sitting down and talking to the people you either look up to or you're close friends with, and really getting a deeper perspective on their lives, their upbringing, and you know learning something about your friends. And I think it will lead to you know deeper rooted friendships with these people as opposed to. You know, just being the people you, you go out and party with, or you, you know, the, the the stories you get. Yeah, uh, you you only get some. You only friendships, especially new friendships. You, like you said, if you're just kind of hanging out and partying with them, like, what do you really know about them? Yeah, like this is a chance to really actually get to know some stuff about people and people who have interesting takes on uh, on life. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read some some maybe some statistics or quotes here and talk about them or what are you feeling? Um, we can, we can, I think, uh, I think if anything, we, we could talk about sort of these, uh, you know, some sensationalized, you know, like the striking stuff of really why we're doing this. Um, Let's do it. Kind of the epidemic. 
Um, so I've got six pulled up right in front of me. Um, and these are statistics of Australia. So okay. Aust- Australia and Canada are pretty like similar in terms of things, yeah. even in business and whatnot. Um, the culture is pretty similar. They all come yeah. from the monarchy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could just read these out. Uh, is the second leading cause of death... Sorry, what's this? The suicide, sorry. Okay. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in, Aus- in Australians between 15 and 44. Um, the statistics in Canada were, or North America were pretty similar. Yeah, the statistics, I can read it out for you. In, um, in North America, I've got them right here as well. Uh, the rate of suicides increased uh, by 30% from 1999 to 2016 in North America. Uh, it's the second leading cause of death uh, from 10 to 34-year-olds behind accidents. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, so. Like, um, and then in regards to the stats, I know it's very heavily skewed towards male. Um, I think it's either three to one or three quarters of all suicides. Are yeah, in it's North three America. to one. Three to one. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty wild. Uh, so 75% essentially. Um, and then basically is an average in Australia, since their population is lower, I'm sure it's higher in Canada. Unfortunately, it's average of six men per day take their lives. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's, that's too way, damn high. Way too high. Way, way, way too high. Um, why do you think that is? I mean, I, why do I think it's men or why do I think it's suicides increasing? Yeah. Why do you think, why do you think suicides increasing? Um, like, sorry, before we get into that, I just want to read something on the same line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so globally suicide is actually decreasing. It's literally in North America and places in Australia, uh, where it's increasing globally though. It's decreasing. It's decreasing. Wow. So I, I found that really interesting in a sense um, that there's something about the North American culture, uh, which is also, if, if you're talking about Australia, like it's pretty it's much North linear, American yeah. culture. Um, I think it's something about the culture. Uh, Absolutely. Um, so my, my opinion on it is the stresses and the, um, the anxieties that are pulled from the way... You know, so I could talk specifically about men because that's you know seventy five percent of it. Yeah, um, is because it's so. Um, I guess it'd be hostile towards you know sadness or depression and whatnot in men. Um, people are taught to, you know, from a young age to hide their feelings. You know, suck it up. Uh, I think we're getting better. You know, now over the past couple of years, but you know, I think it's too late in a lot of cases where it's so ingrained people. You know, if someone's feeling down, you just say, oh, well, cheer up. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know? figure it out. Um, so I think that's huge. I think the effects of social media, and you'll probably, this is, probably sounds like a broken record between everyone now, is the effects of social media are going to be drastically negative. Yeah. Um, well, if you look at this suicide in North America, the two things that are increasing, and I mean, a lot of stuff is increasing, a lot of stuff's decreasing, but the use of social media is increasing and yeah. the, in, in, in the, the rate of suicide is increasing. I mean, I know I'm stretching a little bit, but... It, it's, I don't think it's a stretch when it's, you know, if, yeah. they're, if they're lining up, it makes yeah. sense. And to me, it, make, it makes sense because the, a lot of the stresses and anxieties that I, even I see personally, um, 
you know, a, a fall victim to this is you see someone killing it. You see these millionaires. You see, you yeah. see all these people's highlight reels of vacations and whatnot. All over that's, Instagram. That's all or everyone's Facebook ever sharing is their highlight reel. Yeah. And, you know, say you, you spend a month at work and you're not feeling it, you know, had a, had a bad week and whatnot. Yeah. But then you, and then you go online and see all these people just having, you know, a crazy sweet time. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> it's so tired yeah you don't see i don't ever see anyone post like this week sucked you yeah know? when when and then i think another thing is because everyone's just seeing their highlight reels yeah you feel like you can't talk about like the low stuff even like even right. if you wanted to say this week sucked yeah you'd probably hide it because you'd f- feel like you'd just be annoying everyone right um they don't care they want to know what the highlight reel is yeah, and everyone, and even just the talking aspect of it, yeah. um, you can you can you feel weird talking to your friends about mm-hmm. you know feeling down, um, and just or just talking in general about you know not feeling the best or yeah. having a bad week. When really, I bet if you talk to anyone, they'd be going through a similar 100%. similar thing. It's rela- it's relatable, but it's just it's just like not there yet that you yeah. can so freely talk about it. It's also social media and phones. I think that I've really, I've really kind of has come to me about suicide and, and mental health and just like how this is affecting mental health is, is the lack of a sense of community. And it, it, oh, it, it okay. feels yep. like just like a, something that people have kept talking to me about and I kept seeing, for example, so you go on a streetcar or a bus. There's about how many people on average? Let's say there's 40 people on the streetcar okay. or bus. None of these people know each other, but you would think that someone would say like, hi, or how are you? But no, everyone's looking down at their phone or their headphones are in. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of like community of, of like, I can talk to you and let's talk about our day. Everyone's just head down in their phones, right. headphones on. I think that the lack of community in North American culture now, especially more than ever, is one of the biggest things that is affecting people's mental health Crazy. and one of the biggest things that has to do with suicide. And then you look on, but you look on a global scheme and suicide is decreasing. You go to a village in, in a third world country or somewhere where they don't have technology, they don't have phones, they don't have Instagram. Mm-hmm. And some of those people have nothing and they're the happiest people and say in a, in their village and in a, in a, in a small country, Mm -hmm. wherever it's in Brazil and the Amazon or wherever, nobody's killing themselves. Yeah. Nobody's killing themselves. They're all happy. There's a sense of community. There's a sense of support. There's a sense of, I can turn to this person and talk to them and they know me, but you step out into the streets now and nobody talks to anyone. Crazy. I didn't think of that. And to that, um, to that extent, I feel like because of all this amplification in terms of, you know, the highlight reels and whatnot, people are setting a higher bar for themselves to feel fulfilled. Um, when, what do you mean in the sense of that? So, so in order to feel fulfilled, you know, just by, you know, looking on my Instagram right Right. now, I could probably see 10 people traveling in Bali. I could probably see (laughs) people in California driving Aston Martin convertibles, Ferraris, whatever. And I, I see all that. And I feel like I have to raise. Myself. I literally just reached for my phone as you were talking about yeah. that. <laughs> and I, I could, I could look there and see, you know, all these crazy, crazy things that are, you know, can seem unreachable. Yeah. And that, and to me, it feels like that's what I need to do to get, you know, for lack of likes. Yeah. And 
because the, those things are what get people more likes. You know, you see a couple people just chilling on a sunset beach and right. under a, you know, a palm tree, yeah. whatever. Um, which I get. You know, those are fucking cool things. Yeah, like, it's cool. And um, who uh, doesn't want to be driving Austin Martins in California and yeah, exactly. kissing on the beach? <laughs> exactly. So um, you know. If if I feel like the the lack of fulfillment is something that really it's, really gets people down, it's an unattainable it's an unattainable fulfillment. Yeah, that's why you say. Yeah, I, totally, you're right. So when so when you compare someone who's trying to make it, you know, yeah. they got a job, just trying to doing something they don't really like. Yeah, maybe go on vacation once a year. Yeah, when when in in contrast to that, the people you mentioned in the third world country, they're probably surrounded by. All their closest friends. Yeah. They don't. They don't really see what's going on yeah. elsewhere. They probably got all their closest friends. They got their family. Yeah. You know, they're d- doing their own thing, and they're probably happy because that's that's exactly what they need to make them happy. Whereas, so smart. You set these bars outside of yeah. what you know yeah. your state is right now. Yeah. And then, and that's really breaking it down to what do you really need? I mean, and this is everyone's different again, but what do you really need to be happy and? One of the things I find if I'm going through, if I'm going through something in my head and I'm in a bad mood or uh, get in a fight with my girlfriend or something doesn't go right in life or I see someone on Instagram doing, doing, and I'm doing air quotes right now, doing better than me, (laughs) doing better than me, and I'm in my head, my thing that I love to do, and maybe this will work for other people, is just take a minute and zoom out. Do you have your family? Do you have your health? Do you have a roof over your head? Can you eat? You know what I mean? Break down the basics. Those four things, you're in the 1%. Yeah. So you should, you know what I mean? Zoom out a little bit in these moments where you're caught up in, I need this, I need that. I'm going to fight with my girlfriend. And and yeah, those are some serious things. Um, But just zooming out is one thing that I I use to try to help battle when I get stuck in those moments. And you just think like, okay, things are, are pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And, you know, most of the time you are going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, that's cool. And you even just, and, and say you do get, because you mentioned there, you know, if you are stuck in your head and you yeah. get out by doing that, but say you continue to be stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, just, just do your best to either, you know, let it out, talk it out. Yeah. You, you don't have to do it socially. Yeah. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, let it out um, into the world. You yeah. know, maybe you just have to vent it out to one person. You know, find yeah. find that one person in your life that I'm sure would listen. You know, may, maybe they're might not be your closest friend, but maybe they're the friend that is the best at listening. That's for sure. And you know what? Another thing that I keep hearing from interviewing a lot of people through my job. Uh, I hear a lot of like, what is the one thing you would tell someone if they were going through a mental health issue or we're, we're in a dark place? Okay. And then one of the number one things I always hear is, don't be afraid to ask for help. And cool. you know what I mean? And it's, they're like, ask for help. You might think that like, if you're in that dark place that nobody's gonna help you and nobody's gonna be there, but trust me, if you ask for help, somebody somebody's gonna help you. We're yep. not, we're not, I'm, we're not all, there's not, the world's not full of dicks. Someone, someone in your immediate life is going to be able to help you and talk with you. Yeah. And there's, and chances are, if there's not, there's yeah. probably a stranger who's, yeah. 
I mean, know, if you we'll, see me or Perry on the street, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk to you. <laughs> we'll talk it out. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I think, I think we got kind of the gist of, yeah, uh, this is a nice little light conversation and, and I, I'm excited to, to talk about it more with, with some guests and get some more questions going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just having the different perspectives, different people, different, everything. So, you know, we can, ha- you know, illuminate these branches of, yeah. you know, steps it takes to. Yeah. And do you want to just break down the name? So the, the name of the podcast is No Correct Way. Uh, do you kind of want to, first of all, because I think it's fun where you got the name from. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then maybe also just quickly break down what it means for you. But Cool. Um, so No Correct Way is actually, I've had this name sort of stuck in my head for about 10 years. Um, it was actually a snowboard video. Uh, I was big into snowboarding when I was younger, and it was, snow, it was my favorite snowboard video. Um, I've had, for some reason, I've had the DVD sat out on my dresser at, you know, at my parents' house forever. So I've always seen this name. Uh, when we started to come up with the idea for this podcast, it was one of the things I kept coming back to. Um, I see so many people, so many people get caught up in, you know, the path that they think is the right one for them. Um, or the society thinks is the right one. Uh, yeah, or the you know the pressures of people or their parents or yeah. whatever puts on them to do you know go to school, get good grades, yeah. get a good job as an accountant or whatever, yeah. lawyer, doctor, yeah. get money, yeah. have a happy life, get a mortgage. Yeah, done. That's <laughs> that's your life. When, yeah. So I want to take this to get the get the stories that are unconventional, get the stories that are different you know the people yeah. going in creative paths yeah. even your story of g- getting into tv yeah. by um you know by basically being a casting producer yeah. and whatnot yeah. um you know all these different stories and pathways that people are taking i think are so cool yeah yeah so, that's how i see it too like, yeah no correct way is really there is no correct way in this in this time day and time you can do it any way you want and in the right way for you you know yeah. what i mean you do it it doesn't have to be anyone's way. It's your way and whatever the right way is for you. And some of the guests we have coming up are, are some pretty epic stories of uh, people who have really, really oh, yeah. have been on the side of, of trying the air quotes again, correct yeah. way, and then broke out of it and have found success in doing it their own way. So super excited to have these guests on uh-huh. for, for you guys. And, and a, a lot of, it's a, a funny little like story, I guess, is or not story, but... Um, piece of information is a lot of the a lot of the biggest and best ideas or whatever greatest global phenomenons of uh, ideas projects companies etc have come from the people who have been in these paths of you know doing something that they don't want to do procrastinating doing something and then leaning into that full time yeah um, Facebook and Microsoft are pro- two of the biggest companies in the world maybe i think i think a hundred percent um and both of them were created during uh you know during a week before exams yeah because you know it's those are two hilarious examples where um you know people just go with go with what their gut feels like yeah you know what pay attention to whatever you're procrastinating doing whatever you want to spend your time doing pay attention to that yeah and that's probably something that will you know, be a good guiding light for what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, 
Thanks for this, Perry. This was a nice little intro chat. Yep. Um, hopefully we can break down some of the stigmas that come with mental health and, and shine some light on it for, uh, for everyone out there and for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're, we're only going to get better at this. Too. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we hopefully. might, we might, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> just <laughs> getting worse every episode. We may have rambled on a little bit, um, but, you know, working out the kinks, we're, yeah. we're not experts, No. Nope. but we want to be, yeah. we're, we're, we're driven by this. This is a good, you yeah. know, we're leading with the heart for this one. Yeah. So. All from the heart. Anything we can do to to help in uh, this mental health and, and suicide, where it's turning into a bit of an epidemic. Yeah. And for anyone who listens this far, if you have any suggestions or yeah. questions. Yeah. Anyone um, you want us to talk to. Yeah. Things you want us to talk about. Absolutely. I think. If you want to come on the show. So yes. Even if, <laughs> if you got a piece of information you want yeah. to share, even if you just want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna, totally. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. You don't have to be killing it. You no. could be on, you could be on the come up. You could be on the, yeah. the low down. Um, yeah, anyone who wants to come talk, shoot us a message and we'll get you on and we'll talk. Exactly. So no correct way podcast. Um, I think Instagram, we have the no correct way handle. Um, you do. You we got it. the, we got the website. We'll start building there soon, kind of getting information and whatnot. Um, this is a work in progress, yeah. but it'll be a good, good progress. And I, I, if anyone listens to this, it'll be cool to come back to this in say a year's time. Yeah. And Always open for suggestions if anyone has any comments. Yes, sir. What, what's the date today? February 10th. Sunday, February 10th. So we'll, wow. let's, let's check up and see what happens in uh, yeah, 2020. A good date. All right. Thanks, Perry. Peace. Peace.